Welcome back to the SNS Sports Podcast on the SNS Sports Network. I am your host, Sal Barr, with my co-host, Samuel. And today we're going to be talking about the AFC and NFC Championship games. Dibble dabble into a mock draft, and we're going to be talking about the WWE Royal Rumble and our predictions and such. So without further ado, let's get into it. All right, so with our first matchup taking place in Baltimore, we have the Baltimore Ravens number one seed versus the Kansas City Chiefs at number three. In Baltimore. I don't know. Have you seen the way Baltimore played last week? I just have some feeling it's going to be Baltimore in the Super Bowl just because even though, like, yeah, Patrick Mahomes and all that, but his receiving core is obviously bad. Obviously, Lamar Jackson, the way that offense has been playing, I have to go with the Ravens. I just feel like the Ravens are obviously, as much as I hate to say it, and as much as I hate the Ravens, it's going to be the Ravens. I mean, I'm going to keep it straight. The Chiefs look like, like the most shittiest Chiefs of all time. You know, they're usually a three-loss team, and they lost five this year, I believe. Um, they're, they're not like... They're not the bat, like the Chiefs we saw last year. The Chiefs now, the in the postseason, year. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, you can expect them to beat a team like the Houston Texans. You can expect them to beat a team... or well, they didn't play the Houston Texans, but they you can expect the, them to beat a team like that. They could, you can expect them to beat a team like Josh Allen, who also has sucked all season as well. Like they haven't been like there hasn't been a superhero in the AFC other than Lamar and the Ravens, minus them playing the best team in football, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, yeah, we beat we swept the Ravens this year. I don't know why people forget that. So, in my honest opinion. I think it's going to be a game for sure because, you know, don't count Patrick Mahomes out of it. But I just think that Baltimore is Baltimore. Baltimore is just – as long as their defense shows up, Lamar just does his little fucking – Well, yeah, they've been the best team all year. And they'll get the job done. They'll be able to get to the Super Bowl. I'll take the Ravens. Um, but I it does – it can go either way. Both of these games, they can go either way. Like, it's, it's, it's a toss-up. Uh, speaking of which, we have on the NFC side my more preferable matchup, and I'm picking whoever wins out of there to win the Super Bowl. The Detroit Lions at number three at the number one San Francisco 49ers. I'm picking Detroit because the T- Debo Samuel's not practicing. So if Debo Samuel doesn't practice and he doesn't play, I'm, Detroit's going to win all easily. What sucks about Detroit is they've also been having, like, those games where they're, like, like Baltimore's the only team that's had that, like. But still, you have to feel like Detroit's, like, the story of the year. Like, everybody's going to be rooting for Detroit, Yeah, basically. No one's going to be really rooting for Lamar if they're going to see Dan Campbell and fucking Jared Goff. And the story of, oh, excuse me, 
Jared Goff winning a Super Bowl in Detroit. Detroit. Something that Matt Stafford couldn't do, and he couldn't. And, um, Jared Goff couldn't do it in L.A., but he could take Detroit to a Super Bowl and win. That's like, yeah. that's that's crazy, and it's an even trade because they both get Super Bowls. Yeah, they just get to change the quarterback position. Yeah, um, yeah. I I really, 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 really want Detroit to win, but. You have a gut feeling. I, I have a really there, funny right. feeling that it's going to be this is going to be the Niners, and I'm fine with them going in. Uh, yeah, but, but, then we, but the funny thing is, is that if you look at the Super Bowl logos, do you realize it's always the team of the colors of the teams that they want in? So last year it was red and green, if I'm right. Was it red and green, if I'm correct? And then it was the Eagles, Chiefs. Look it up. Put it on share screen. But I know that the other one was red and orangey. So that was the Bengals. It was the Bengals and Rams. Yeah, it was red and yellow. Yeah, here, I'll pull up this year's logo. This year's logo we know is purple and red. Yeah. So that means basically it's going to be. 49ers Ravens if they're showing that. If they're showing that, it means 49ers Ravens. But I'm going Detroit either way. I don't care. I think Detroit this year was probably the best story. Yeah, in my opinion, I really want Detroit to win. I really want them to win the Super Bowl because I think that's just good for football. Yeah, they haven't won it since, like, the, the 60s, right? Have they won a Super Bowl? Uh, I don't I don't think they have. Yeah, then why not? Why know, not something like that? Like, that's something special. We know, the Ra- we know the Ravens and 49ers have when it got officially changed to the Super Bowl era. So... I mean, like I said, I really want Detroit to win, but I have a real gut feeling that Brock Purdy and the Niners are going to get the job done. That's just – that's life. You can't yeah. win them all. All right. So now let's move on to the next thing that I have to share the screen. All right. Do you see it? Now we're going to take turns uh, – Selecting for each team. So, do you want to start at number one, or do you want to? I'll start at number one because I'm. Uh, I feel like I'll fall off real quick. All right. So, all right. So we've entered the draft room. So you're the GM of the Chicago Bears right now. Hold on. I have to. What the just happened? Hold on. But, so who do you realistically, in your mind, who do you think is the number one pick for the Bears? Well, it depends on what they are thinking with Justin Fields. Honestly. Well, apparently, from what I'm hearing, it's apparently like, uh, 
there's like realistic uh, chances that you could be traded. So I think they'll trade Justin Fields away and get like a Caleb Williams. All right, Greg May. We'll go with right. Caleb. We'll go with Caleb right. Williams. So you're gonna go Caleb Williams. Yeah. So that means I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. With, I'm going for the second overall pick. I'm actually gonna go. Uh, Jaden Daniels. I'll take the Heisman winner. I don't think we're gonna see. I don't think we're gonna see another quarterback. Well, do you think? Do you really think? But I'll uh, take, I think Drake May to the Patriots. All right, so that, that lays you up for pick four. Well, that's easy. I'm taking Marvin Harrison Jr. I think Marvin Harrison Jr. You pair him up with. Kyler Murray, who's not a bad quarterback at all. Nah, he just needs offensive weapons around him. Why not get the best receiver in the draft? Yeah. All right. So now you're up with the Chargers. Scroll up a little bit. Well, I'm up all the way. Well. You have Malik Davis, Joe Alt, Brock Bowers. Well, Brock Bowers, I think, would be a good weapon for Justin Herbert. Um, man. Um, we'll do that LSU wide out. <clears throat> Malik Neighbors. Yeah, because that, that was another thing. They had a really tough time. I think Quentin Johnston didn't really pan really out. Really doing much, one. yeah. So now I have the Giants. And here's the tricky part. Do the I don't even know what the Giants really want to do. But do, I don't know if the Giants really trust. I don't even know what they're doing with the Giants. To be honest. I mean, do we want to find an heir apparent? To you know what? They just paid Andrew Thomas and they drafted Evan Neal like last year or two years ago. That's hard. You know what? I'm gonna give him uh Romeo a doing it seems like they need wire shearer help. All right, this is much better. Yeah, they, they've been needing wide receiver help for him. That's how long. All right, so now you have the Titans up. Mm. And to me, it seems like the Titans should be an easy pick. Who, Joe Alt? Yeah, they need. T- I mean, we go, you go Alt or Fashanu. We'll go Alt. All right. And I'm going to take Atlanta. Atlanta, we think that that's where Justin Fields is going. Well, let's see if we can pull a trade for Justin Fields. So let's see. What would, what would, what would Atlanta have to give up? I think he's going to Atlanta because he's from. He's from. I think it's Bill Belichick, too. Bill Belichick's going to have a fucking field day down there. Well, he's going to. He's from Atlanta, Georgia. So how do I do the? 
Why is the trade console letting me do it? Because I need to figure out what uh, the Bears would want for Justin Fields. They're probably going to want like three first round picks, a couple seconds. Well, let's probably see. Want a bit, but I think his contract is expiring, ain't it? Yeah, this he's on his fifth year options, so he would have to. Teams would have to. Teams that are trading for him would have to decide: do they want to pick that up? All right, so let's say he does, but I can't hit that. But I'm gonna take. Uh, who the frick would be? See, Penix Jr. during the. Uh, I have to pick two teams, I guess. All right, we're going to have to see how I can get this trade thing to work. Hit Atlanta, then hit Chicago. All right, Atlanta, Chicago. Oh, no, never mind, screw it. Uh, I'll give him Michael Penix Jr., just since I can't get that to work. So now you're back on the clock with the Bears. Well. Again. I'll take that Penn State dude. For Sean because they need to they need to shore up that line. Yeah. All right. Now I'm with the Jets. What do the Jets need? Quarterback, offensive tackle, tight end. Oh, that's easy here. Brock Bowers. Boom. That's easy for the Jets. All right. Now you're on with the Vikings. We'll take that Latu guy from UCLA. Latu, 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 I think. You know what? I'll go. Denver's real interesting too because they don't. Need, they ain't probably ain't going to have Russell Wilson either. Nah, but you know what? I'm gonna take uh, Dijon for them just because they could probably pair somebody with Sertan. All right, so Vegas, you're up for Vegas. I don't know if there's many quarterbacks that are really left worth in the first round for Vegas. I, mean, I, I don't see Bo Nix going in the first round. But. No, because Bo Nix is right there. Uh, we can do that um, Nate Wiggins from Clemson. Clemson, yeah. All right, now we have... Obviously, this is our first mock draft. We haven't, like... There's been deep analytics on, you know... No, we're gonna, we're, no, we're gonna do more throughout the this this off season, basically. So we'll once, get, once we start learning more and more about these players, you know right what? Now. I'll give Dallas Turner to the Saints. All right now, you got the Colts on the clock. All right, they need O line that Fuga dude, Oregon State. Because uh, right. if you're getting, if you're getting, uh, what's his name back next year? You're gonna have to. He's a running quarterback, but you're gonna have uh, to. Yeah, Anthony Richardson. Healthy. Yeah, Richardson got injured last year, so try to keep him as healthy as possible because he seemed very promising. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna go. Is there even a linebacker worth taking? You know what? I'm going to go Keon Cool. Pair him up in Seattle. Another wide receiver. Yeah. All right. Well, 
We'll do Jared Verse from Florida State. For so you're going to keep him in Florida, basically. Well, they, uh, definitely, need, they definitely need some help on that. Cincinnati's up. Jeez, uh, what do they need? No, they are not getting the guy that I think will go to the Steelers. Give me J.C. Latham. All right. The Buccaneers don't need D-line help, so roll out Gears on. Um, well, we'll give them Mims from Georgia. Uh, okay. The Rams. Who do the Rams really need? You know what? This is where that Newton will go. All right. Uh, no brainer. Give me Kool Aid to the Steelers. No brainer. We need cornerback help, and if we can get Kool Aid, I'm fucking hyped. I know because as, yeah, you have to realize Nate Wiggins and Dijon would have to be picked ahead, and I don't see. Uh... All right, Miami. What does Miami really need? I mean, I guess we could give them more defense. You know what? But more defense. But I mean, we have only what Arnold and Trice left. I'll give them kitchens because apparently. All right, now you have the Texans, but what the heck? Um, we'll give them Jordan Morgan from Arizona, a tackle. So you're gonna beef up their offensive line, okay? Keep keep CJ Stroud on his feet. Yeah, you know I will give them Teron Arnold to the Cowboys. I ain't bad. They got a pretty damn good defense on there. All right, Green Bay, showing wide receiver. Why? All right, well, we got plenty of wide receivers here, so. Oh, yeah, here's the list of receivers. We'll give them that Xavier guy from South Carolina. All right. So we're getting back. You know what? Cardinals, what did they take? Harrison Jr.? Yeah. Okay, I'll beef up the O-line for them. And just sick. Tyler Murray can stay. Uh, believe it or not, these guys are going to need a center, too. Who? The Eagles. Oh, yeah, yeah, with Jason Kelsey retiring. Yeah. Filter it over to O-line. I mean, Jackson Power Johnson, Zach Frazier, Cedric Van Pran. We will give them uh, Powers Johnson. Somehow that, somehow they became, he became. All right, what do the Chiefs really even need? I guess we'll go wide receiver since technically they need it. All right, you have the Buffalo Bills. Um, we'll give them that Trice guy. All right. Detroit. Who on Detroit? 
What does Detroit really need? Detroit has that one dude. They they drafted that one quarterback last year. I forget his name. Head and Hooker, but he's like 25 years old. We haven't even seen him yet. Yeah, because he tore his ACL. How old is Bo Jack next? Old. He's 23. You know what? Fine. Do we want to give him more receiver help, or do we want to get somebody to help with Aiden Hutchinson? You know what? I'll do that. Give me, give me Chopper Robinson. I'm going to second to last pick. Uh, give me Bo Nix to the San Francisco 49ers. All right. Just because, like, yeah, Brock Purdy's Brock Purdy, but, like, you're going to need some help over there. You know, uh, I'm going to give Troy Franklin to the Baltimore Ravens. But if, if you really think about it, right? Yeah. These are going to be gunning for, like, a better second backup quarterback because of how many injuries we had to quarterbacks this year. It was the year of the backup quarterback. Yeah, basically, there's, some, so, there's a lot. I feel like having two – like an elite quarterback and then a really good second quarterback. Yeah. I think that's going to be very important this year. And why not? Like Carson Wentz is Carson Wentz. We know that guy sucks. Well, this year's quarterback class is supposed to be very deep too. Which is fine. Uh, Because, you know, you want – you do want to have, um, you know – you want to have depth at the quarterback position. Yeah. Like Kenny Pickett, Joe Burrow, Deshaun Watson. Who else? Um, uh, um, uh, I know who. I know that uh, uh, the Chargers, Justin Herbert. Yeah, Herbert. Um, they were f- messing around with um, the Vegas He's... Raiders and the, um, the Raiders and the Broncos. They're losing their starting quarterbacks. Well, uh, the, the story replaced um, Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson, he had a really good season this year. Like, um, I really, I think well, that's going to be very important. Like, guys, like, you know, Aiden O'Connell didn't do too horrible. I mean, their defense really stepped up. Nah, but Aiden O'Connell's like twenty-five years old or something. The defense really stepped up for the Raiders. I, I, I do, I do give them that because they did have a nice little end-of-the-year push with Aiden O'Connell. Well, how old is Aiden? I, yeah, he's 25 years old, so he'll be he'll be 26 heading into next season. That's why I think the Raiders could be in the quarterback market. So we'll see. But, you know, guys like a Garner Minshew, you know, Case Rudolph, Kurt Cousins. Cousins on – those well, guys Kurt, are going to be we're going to be high, high sought people. after free agents this year. Well, who do you, how do you think the Steelers quarterback room is going to be? Mike Tomlin, I wrote down. What'd you write down? Oh, geez. Samuel's muted. Make sure all your wires are all plugged in. All right, I'm back. 
There we go. I wrote down uh, some of what Mike Tomlin said. I wrote down that he said they're looking outside the organization for a corner, which is a good sign. Uh, I wrote down, uh, he said Kenny Pickett is QB1, but will bring outside for competition, which I think, uh, don't, which means I have nothing against Mason Ruoff. I just think, uh, they would need to bring somebody else in. So this is actually something very interesting that I saw is that they would have to let Mason go because this, as soon as Kenny Pickett has a mistake, you know that Steeler fans yeah. bring for Mason Rudolph to come back. So if Kenny Pickett has a bad game, which he's going to have a bad game, the fans are going to want Mason Rudolph, who, by the way, even though we lost to the Bills, he put on a decent show. Yeah, but that's what I was. That's why I'm thinking, like, go out and get somebody else different. Because you don't need Kenny to feel that pressure behind him. Be like, oh, well, they're going to. If I make one mistake, this guy, they're going to be. Mitch Trubisky needs Can, though. We don't sign him back anymore. He's nah. That's why I'm in favor of drafting a person behind. Uh, Whoever Kenny and then the two backup guy, whoever the backup's gonna be. And I wouldn't even be opposed to a Josh Dobbs reunion. And then I also wrote uh I also wrote I'm also writing down some of the offensive coordinators they put in request to interview. And so far it's Zach Robinson, who's the QB coach slash pass game coordinator for the Rams. So that's in the McVeigh tree. And then Cliff Kingsbury. And then our dream pick, Eric Bienemy. But I think he'll probably be the uh, new commander's head coach. You think? I don't think he will. I'm not opposed to it. I'm really not. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, look at their offense. They had Sam Howell leading in passing this year. Yeah. Like you see a difference from the Chiefs and the not and the Commanders. Commanders yeah. were fast, but their offense was a lot better than it was. Yeah. Like, and the Chiefs is a lot worse than it was. Yeah, it was. So, in my opinion, take you know, the enemy. If the enemy becomes a head coach, I think he I think he's got the players already. I think those players in Washington really do like him. Like how the Ra- the Raiders players like Pierce and they yeah. hired him as the head coach. Yeah. Cuz they the last time they had an interim head coach, he started making a winning culture and then they didn't sign him back. Yeah, that was in Carolina. I mean, so far, those are the two guys that I know they are interviewing. Cliff Kingsbury wouldn't even be a bad choice. But the thing is, Zach Robinson's a surprise one because he's younger. I mean, this they still have a whole inter- – I mean, the interview process for the coordinator is not done yet. Yeah. Technically, they still – if they want to interview, like, some of these guys that are in the playoffs still, they have to wait. Yeah. Somebody, somebody brought up, uh, 
Somebody brought up Arthur Smith, the former Falcons head coach. Interesting. Like, that's an interesting one because uh, Smith does have some. Uh, here, here's a list of coordinators. Brooke Pryor from ESPN wrote down Eric Bieniemy, which you mentioned. Thomas Brown from he was the offensive coordinator for the Panthers, but was uh, released. Clint Kubiak for the 49ers. Uh, Daryl Bevel from Miami. And then Alex Van Pelt, who played at Pitt. So, uh, Arthur Smith, Ken Dorsey, Luke Getze. And then check some of the boxes she wrote. Uh, Zach Robinson, Joe Blyer. I probably said that shit. Like, there's just a bunch of people that seems like, but but the it seems like Tomlin once somebody has uh, some NFL experience, and that I think in my point of where I want I want somebody that can develop quarterbacks. Uh, they they develop Kenny Pickett into being the franchise or they go and draft somebody this year. I won't be opposed to JJ McCarthy being a backer. Hell no. Well JJ McCarthy's got all the tools. Oh hell no man keep that motherfucker away from Pittsburgh. He can go to fucking New England where he belongs. I don't know. I'm not opposed to J.J. McCarthy being a third-string quarterback and then learning. Because, I mean, he just needs to develop as a passer then. All right. I know you don't like him because he went to Michigan. Blah, blah, nope. blah. Nope. I fucking hate him. Guys, we'll go get Kyle McCord. <laughs> no, but Michigan won the national championship there. Yeah, I know. At least we and lost that, national champs, so you can't really. Well, I mean, I'm not opposed to J.J. McCarthy being a third string to learn. Uh, Penix Jr., I feel like the Steelers have taken him the first round, but if he falls to the second round, I wouldn't. But the two needs I really think the Steelers need to address is right tackle and center. Oh, yeah. And then secondary. Secondary is huge. Secondary is another one, yeah. Well, Our secondary is a shit show. Well, to fix the offensive line, you just go to Georgia, take the two Georgia players. It's not that hard. Old Georgia O-line and fucking Pennsylvania just – Pennsylvania teams just taking all Georgia players. <laughs> yeah, it's true because we got all the offensive players. They got Philadelphia's got all the defensive players. Because I'm actually because RJ's a big Eagles fan. I know that. So I'm trying. Yeah. 
That sucks. You got eliminated by Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I know. We got eliminated by Josh Allen, so we got eliminated by a better quarterback, basically. No, we got eliminated by Baker Mayfield before, too. That's true. But, I mean, I mean, to me, I have to look at the quarterbacks. Like, the senior bowls around, I think, isn't it next month or next next week? I mean, you have to watch. You have to watch the Senior Bowl. Like, look at some of those quarterbacks. I mean, I don't know many of the. I know McCarthy's one of them. Blake Quorum's another. So, didn't Ohio State get another really good quarterback? Will Howard. They got another one. Uh, I know Caleb Downs is the safety. We got him from Alabama. Yeah. Damn. No Nick Saban this year, man. I know. It's, be... I know it's going to be weird. It's going to be something we're all going to have to end up getting used to. All right. Somebody was trying to call me. All right. Yeah, I know. This year's football is kind of going to be kind of weird because you have no Nick Stamen in Alabama. You have no Bill Belichick in New England. No Pete Carroll in Seattle. And those those guys all, like, announced their retirement or got fired within 24 hours of each other. Who? Nick Saban retired. Mm-hmm. Bill Belichick parted ways with the Patriots. And then Pete Carroll got fired. Oh, yeah. Dude, I forgot about Pete Carroll. But they brought him back on as like an advisor. So that brings a better question. Who wants to be the Seattle Seahawks coach? I, I, I looked at the betting odds. Apparently Dan Quinn, the... Uh, Cowboys defense corner is the top candidate. Interesting. Even though technically he's already came out several times saying he doesn't want to have anybody else coach the Cowboys defense. But I mean, apparently, well, who do you think is going to be the Chargers head coach? Probably Harbaugh. You think? I think so. But I mean, I- you got to think, right? Like, Kirby Smart's going to be the best college head coach. Yeah. If, 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 McCar- or, Jesus Christ, me sakes. If Harbaugh goes to the NFL, Nick Saban left, he has his championship. So either he's going to go or he's going to probably run terror on freaking college football. But, I mean, also, you have to think, I just saw that Mike Vrabel apparently was down in Atlanta interviewing for that job. I mean, that would also be another sleeper. like Bill Belichick going to Seattle. They do have a good setup. They just need to get rid of fucking Geno Smith. Yeah, but Seattle – it's an opinion that no one's going to like, but Geno Smith is – he's not that great, and if you're going to be able to get some type of trade compensation for him, get it now. Yeah, but but I mean, who's going to be willing to uh, 
Seattle doesn't pick to white in the draft. I don't remember. They're like in that mid 16s, in the middle. Yeah, what makes you think they're gonna be? What makes you think a quarterback's gonna fall to them? They don't have to draft a quarterback. They're in a win. They have a win now team. Yeah, what happens if they're a quarterback away? Did trade for a quarterback? You've got you know, you've got trade assets. Oh yeah, they just lost their offensive coordinator too. Their offense should have been way more lethal too. Plus, you got to understand that Tyler Lockett. He's not getting any younger either, so if you're going to want to win, you're going to need all three of your receivers Yeah, at a high level. Yep. That's true. So. But I mean. Um, so, let's see who the – pull up who um, who needs head coaches still. We'll go through and we'll pick our best candidate for each team. Uh, well, I wrote them down. Perfect. Uh, so, so far, uh, well, the Patriots don't need one anymore because they hired Gerard Mayo. Uh, Tennessee is supposedly hiring Brian Callahan, so that was the OC for Cincinnati. So we're left with basically Atlanta, LA, and Washington. And Seattle. And Seattle, yeah. Washington, I think, will be the enemy. Okay. Uh, this this is mine. You can go into yours as well, but I'll go first. I think Seattle. Uh Vrabel is a big defensive guy. But I haven't heard anything about Vrabel being connected to Seattle at all. I don't know. In a perfect world, I would see him going to Atlanta because they do have a really good defense in Atlanta. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll say Harbaugh goes to the Chargers and Belichick goes to San or Seattle. Okay. See, I'm – I'll start with the Chargers. The Chargers is easily. That's hardball, obviously. Uh, in my opinion, Seattle is tough to decide, but I'll go with Dan Quinn. And then Atlanta. Atlanta. Atlanta, I have a feeling, might be Bill Belichick. And then I'll say Vrabel to the Commanders, just because I feel like I don't know much about like what that new ownership wants with the enemy. True. Well, like I said, he's been. I know that the players really like him. Yeah. And so he wouldn't be a bad pick, but you just you don't know what this you know you don't know what the new ownership wants, so you can't really. Yeah, you can't decide on what you really want to you, – you really don't know what uh, their owner is going to want to do. Yep. So, yeah. All right. Now, this, 
this will probably this will probably be my favorite part of the episode. The Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble predictions. Okay. So we'll start off with Logan Paul versus Kevin Owens. Uh, Kevin Owens. Why? It's because I just don't like Logan Paul. Exactly. That's why Logan Paul will retain the title. I just fucking don't know why the hell they're pushing him. Well, you got to think. Logan Paul has a... Uh, he has a following. He has a huge following. Yeah, I understand that. But yeah, so they're getting more eyes on the on the product with him being a champ, especially if he goes into WrestleMania with that belt. But I think LA Knight will take it off him at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think LA Knight's definitely the person you give it to. So I'm going to go with Logan Paul retaining, but I don't think it'll be an easy. I think it's going to be the dirty win. It's not going to be. No, it's not going to be. A, him, you have him clean cut winning. You can't do that. No, he's not, he's not going to have a clean cut win anyway. Yeah, so take Logan Paul, dirty win on that. So the Women's Royal Rumble. Um, now let's start. Okay, we'll go surprise entrance entrances and then winners. All right. Or winner. Surprise entrances. We'll go Jade Cargill, I think, will be at this show. Um, I think we will see Liv Morgan return here. I think that Alexa Bliss, we won't see. Carmella, we won't see. Mm. They both had kids in November, so I don't think they'll be ready yet. But we'll see. Depends. I mean, that's, the, that's the thing about the Royal Rumble. You never know who's going to show up. Exactly. Um, I say a dark horse return would be Lita. A really, really dark horse because remember, she hasn't been on TV in a while. Yeah. And she got injured by Trish Stratus. Yeah. That was a real long time ago. But that's a dark horse. Um, I don't expect it to happen. Um, Naomi, um, Sasha Banks is, I, I think Sasha Banks is coming back. And then AJ Lee, but I think it'll be a cameo appearance. I don't think she's coming back, coming back. I think it'll yeah. be a one-off, like uh, whatever her name was last year, McCool or whatever. Michelle McCool. McCool. Yeah, Michelle McCool eliminated under- people. <laughs> in, the in Undertaker's Uggs. wife. Eliminating people in Uggs. <laughs> yeah, but she just going to show up from like the stands like she did last year? No, no, I'm saying AJ Lee will be like that if she was. Uh, well, supposedly <laughs> Michelle McCool's supposed to be at the Rumble. Interesting. All right, and your winner is Bailey. Uh, okay. I think Bailey's winning, and it's going to be centered towards Rhea until they kick her out of damage control. I think that the Kabuki Warriors are going to win those tag titles. And then they're not going to need Bailey anymore. And they're going to dump her. You know what? See, I'm the opposite. My winner, I'm with you with Bailey winning, but I'm also tied between Becky Lynch winning too. See, I think Becky's going to have to have another fight. I think she's going to fight with what's her name? I think her and uh, Nia Jax. Her and Nia Jax. And I guess you can say four other people are going to fight for the chance to fight Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania. And I think Becky Lynch win that. But as of now, 
it, the storyline is going to be that that is who like Bailey is going to come after uh, Rhea for now, and then See, as soon as soon as Damage Control turns on her, she's going against EO. That's what I'm thinking. I'm wait. I think originally my plan was I was thinking Damage Control gets all into the Royal Rumble, so that means EO. Uh, well, EO doesn't have to technically be in it since she's the champ, right? No. Right, then again, so, we saw Brock Lesnar in it as a champ before. Yeah. Like so a heavy say, champ. So let's say EO's in it. So that means that means EO, Dakota, Asuka, and Kyrie all have to be in the Rumble. My opinion is I think they they all turn on her and Bailey gets eliminated. I think that might happen. That's why I'm leaning towards Becky winning because I feel like that's how Bailey is going to have feud with one one of the damage control people. No, Becky or Bailey's turning babyface again, and it'll be against EO for the championship. That's why unless I'm they do like a fatal freeway where you know um, the Kabuki Warriors separate themselves from Damage Control and. Dakota Kai is clear for comeback, and they all just start fighting, and they do a triple threat match. But, I don't know. It could go either way. I mean, it's very hard. Yeah, that's three months away. WrestleMania ain't till April, so yeah, you know, it's kind of hard to predict what'll happen now. But you know, but I mean, it, to me, I, I'm going Bailey. Yeah, but the only reason I'm going Bailey is because I think she'll target Neo. Exactly. I think she's starting to throw this whole, like, oh, I'm going after Rhea, but really I'm going after EO because I know what they're doing. Yeah. Because damage control, because damage control, if you look at them, they're really responding to Dakota more than Bailey. Uh huh. So I really. Kind of in the mouthpiece. I think Dakota's really the real leader. I think EO does call the shots, but I think Dakota is the one that says it because, not to be racist or anything, EO isn't fluently fluent with uh, English. Yeah. So. But not. But I mean, mean, it's like a mouthpiece. They can do it. We've seen it with Shinsuke. They can do it with a champ. Like Shinsuke cuts promo packages and it's on the screen. It's possible, but I think for the story that they're doing, I think that. Having like Dakota be the mouthpiece, but I mean, also if you look at Damage Control, Asuka Japanese, Kyrie Sane Japanese, Io Japanese, Dakota's New Zealand, and then Bailey's American, so she's obviously the odd person out, as you can tell. Yeah, but I really think. I, I really like when EO, Asuka, and Kyrie get on the mic. I really think they should give them mic time more. They can just do like uh, how it was with, um, whatchamacallit, it? Shinsuke? Just have promo packages like that. All right. My surprise entrance is I'm going oh, wait, 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 wait. And then I'll do my NXT call-ups. Yeah. Because we forgot about that. Yeah. 
Tiffany Stratton. Uh-huh. And I'm going to say maybe Last Legend. Ooh, that's a good one because Kyle mentioned something that she should be a cop because she power slammed a 300-pound man. All right, so I'll give you my surprise entrances for the women's. I'll go Liv Morgan returning. I'll give you AJ Lee as one. Jade Cargill is obviously uh, somebody we know is going to be there. I'll give you Lita. I'll give you Trish. I'll give you uh, my NXT call-ups. I'll give you Tiffany. I'll give you Lyra. Because remember last year we saw Roxanne make an appearance as the champ. And I'll give you I'll give you uh, I'll give you one more NXT call up. Uh, Who would be a good one? I mean, because Lash Legend would definitely make sense. But I'll go out of right field and I'll go Fallen Henley. Or Fallon Henley as somebody. Because they gave her a real push when they put her against uh, Tiffany. All right. And my winner is Bailey, obviously. I'm with you on Bailey. Yeah, whatever they do. They've been pushing damage control way too much on Friday Night SmackDown. For this to not be something big at WrestleMania, so. All right, so now you're men's. So we'll give you a surprise. Give me one surprise person, and then give me uh, your winner, and then your NXT call of people. One or go through everything. Just give you give me one surprise entry because it's kind of hard with the men's side. All right. Um, I, I know Brock Lesnar's coming back. All right. But I'll give you one extra. Ooh, woo, woo. Uh, you think Matt Cardona's coming back? I hope he comes back. Come under, on. Under Chelsea, Green's, Chelsea Green's in the freaking uh, WWE, and she's been doing pretty good. Why not? Yeah, but would you bring Zach, him back as Zach Ryder no, or he said, Matt Cardona? He came back. He said if he came back, he's coming back as Card. He's coming as Cardona. Cardona. Okay. Your NXT call-ups. Uh, my call-ups, Braun Breaker and Carmelo Hayes and maybe Ilya, but I don't think that there's enough room for Ilya. I think there is. And then my winner is going to be Gunther. And this just recently changed. Uh, okay. I uh, see. I'm going. Because I think that Punk and Cody are going to go to WrestleMania and fight each other. Rock versus Roman. Gunther is going to be the world heavyweight champion against Seth Rollins because he's going to he's going to rip that dude's leg fucking clean off pretty much. All right, my one surprise entrance is obviously who you said Cardona, but Brock Lesnar is obviously the easy answer. NXT is obviously Breaker Hayes. And I'll throw in uh, 
I'll throw in um who's been getting pushed down there really big time. Whoop that trick. Whoop that trick Williams, trick. I guess you could say. Yeah, well, I'll do my... if you wanted to if you wanted to put Trick Williams in this, you would have to make it as like it's something advancing him and Carmelo's storyline. Like Carmelo yeah. eliminates Trick, or Trick eliminates Carmelo, something like that. And on the women's side, I'll give you two extra entrances. I'll give you Gigi Dolan, because they've been pushing her a lot. And I'll give JC, Thea Haler or JC Jane as one. I don't know about Thea Hale. Come on, she's from Pittsburgh. Yeah, but she's really, like, still... She's only been in NXT for, what, eight months to a year? Uh, I think it's... I think she's been in NXT for two years now, hasn't she? <laughs> I'm not 100% sure. I just started watching a year and, like, three months ago. I think she's been in NXT for two years now. Because I think she made her NXT debut. I remember watching it back in 2022 under the Chase U thing. Do they even have anything on when she debuted yet? I mean, because she's only she's only 20 years old. I did I did see something. I think it was Carmelo Hayes that posted it. Um, he's going to be on SmackDown, and he's going to be in the Royal Rumble this week. Who, Carmelo Hayes? Like, he posted a picture of him, and it has, uh, you know, he's got a busy week or whatever, and he's on NXT for Tuesday, WW, or Friday Night SmackDown, and then the Royal Rumble. Yeah, Thea Hale debuted two years ago because she graduated from Plum High School in 2022, and then she went straight from Plum to Orlando and straight on to NXT. She did that whole video about what college she was going to choose. Like I said, I've only been watching the movie for a year and a half, pretty much. A little less than that. Yeah. Well, I've been watching it uh, for 26 years, going to be 27. Exactly. So you got... You got... You got more time on it than I do. Well, yeah, because I remember watching a lot of those like old Stone Cold, The Rock, Eddie Guerrero. I lie, I cheat, I steal. But I mean, to be but, honest, yeah, I, I, this is this whole Seth Rollins injury is throwing a wrench in everything because we thought it was going to be CM Punk versus, versus Seth Rollins. Seth. Yeah, now like it's all changed. Like then, who's Brock Lesnar versing? Is Brock Lesnar going to go against like? Count me in, take all of my money if Brock Lesnar is going up against like Braun Breaker at WrestleMania. Well, I feel all like all of my fucking money. I want to watch it. Bra- uh, oh, Braun Breaker and fucking Brock Lesnar. Talk about a push. That's how you push him on the fucking main roster right there. But that's, I mean, a dream, yeah. that's a dream match. I don't think it'll happen, but that's a dream match. But I mean, I mean, you can even do you can even do like Drew McIntyre versus fucking Brock Lesnar. Yeah, but do you push Brock as a babyface, though? Well, he'd have to be a babyface if it's against, uh, whatchamacallit, if it's against either of if it's against McIntyre, if it's against Braun, they're both heels. Yeah. 
McIntyre, I don't like because I wish he would have brought him back that broken James theme. I wish CM Punk brought back his old theme too. Uh, the the Five Finger Death Punch song. The one that's like even through the dark. Yeah, that's that's uh. Days. Is that Five Finger? No, that's not Five Finger Death Punch. That's um. Kill Switch Engage was hit that song. The song's called This Fire. Burns, I think. Burns, yeah. I really like that song. I, if CM Punk walked out to that at WrestleMania, it'd be sweet. Switch Engage. Yeah, it was Kill Switch Engage that wrote that song. But then I don't know what the hell you do with Brock Lesnar. I mean, you can have him go up against like Kevin Owens or something. Yeah, but why would you turn CM Punk heel now? He's going to be a heel. Okay. Did you see his arg? Did you see him against Cody Rhodes? Yeah, I saw him like, too. He, like... He's already hinting at like he's going to turn heel eventually. I think that Cody Rhodes is going to eliminate him at the like they're going to be the last four. He's going to get eliminated by like Cody Rhodes, and then that's going to start a feud between the two. I think I think that CM Punk's a fucking heel. Come on. Not many people remember him as a he was a good heel. He was never a baby face. He's a really good heel. Especially when he buys into like his like his stuff that he does, you know, his pipe bomb and all that shit. Yeah, like he's a good heel. So is Randy. You know, I could see Randy turning heel, but he, um, right now he's, now, just, he's kind of like he's been keeping his hands off of things. Randy needs to stay a babyface for now. Like I don't think he'll turn heel until I don't even know. There I has to be a storyline behind it. I don't think he's gonna turn heel because he like fucking Drew McIntyre. Like, I just think that, I think that Randy, Randy might be the reason that, you know, let's say Logan Paul is trying to cheat with like, well, no, I wouldn't say Randy. I'd say maybe like Kevin Owens helps LA Knight win United States Championship if like Austin Theory and, you know, Grayson Waller, Grayson Waller come out and try to interfere with the match because we've seen them kind of be boys. Like yeah. He's kind of aligned them himself with A-Town down under. Speaking of Randy Orton and L.A. Knight and A.J. Styles and the Tribal Chief, the Fatal 4-Way match, which will probably be the main event, yeah. this is the first time since WrestleMania 37 that he's going to have more than one opponent and a yeah. title defense. I think you got to have Roman win it. There's no way he drops it right here. I really want to say uh, Randy to win it, but we know the way they're pushing Roman. They want to push... They're pushing for The Rock versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. And if that happens, we're not seeing that title change till 2025. I know. It's starting to get dragged out, though. See, the thing is, is I think that WWE fans will be fine with it if it's done the right way. If they just, like, take Roman off of TV more and, like, he's just not wrestling at all, they're going to get so pissed off. But, like, if he's just shown up and he's just some type of, like, angry motherfucker just mur- like murdering everybody, like, like takes he, out CM Punk. Like he is all Roman the time. Murray. Like, he takes out uh, AJ Styles, you know, like, if there's singles matches. And then The Rock Fox, shows up. You know, whatever. He play, he like, he fucking is there defending his title. Like, if he's there more often, they can't complain about it. Because yeah, when are you going to get to the point? fans complaining about... Uh, Seth Rollins defending his championship too much. Oh, he's being a, he's being super Cena. 
Like, you can never win. So, no, but I Seth Rollins has also been very... Seth Rollins has also been very critical about CM Punk and how he's been back and all that. When I don't know if I've ever seen anything bad about him saying anything. Yeah, this is this is interesting. Plus, like, even if it's like a, I wouldn't mind if Jay Uso brings that. He takes Gunther's championship because if, yeah. if Gunther's winning at if Gunther's winning at WrestleMania, I want him to drop that IC belt. Like, give it to someone else. Yeah, and if it's Jimmy and Jay Uso for the fucking Intercontinental title, that'd be even awesome. It'd be even awesomer. Well, they've been teasing. Well, we know that's a WrestleMania match. Come on. We know that that is on the slate. It'll be Jimmy versus Jay Uso. If they bring a title into it, cool. If they don't, it's still going to be like to be important. But I think that. Jey Uso, he's got he's got a lot more potential as a singles runner. Yeah, than, more than a tag team. Yeah, Jimmy more or less is a tag team guy because you know. So I think that Jay Jay needs to win that title. But do you think like, Jay and Jimmy enter the Rumble though, and then they eliminate Jay eliminates Jimmy? Even Bronson Reed, I could see Bronson Reed burying fucking Gunther. Yeah. And then having Big Bronson Reed versus fucking Brock Lesnar. Are you kidding me? That'd be awesome. That'd be too many B's to pronounce. Bronson. Big Bronson Reed and Brock Lesnar. Those are two big fucking meaty boys. All right. That's a meat fest. Especially here in like, uh, well, I don't think Wade Barrett will be on the announced team, but I love when Wade Barrett's like, Bobby! No, but my, Kyle thinks Wade Barrett could make a Rumble appearance. I think it'd be pretty funny if they did what they did a couple years ago, or like Booker T and JR. Yeah, like, where like Cole got in. That'd be funny as hell. But did yeah. you think they took? Apparently, they took Kevin Patrick off of the Friday Night SmackDown. Well, he sucks anyway. He his not he doesn't have any chemistry. No, like, he doesn't have any enthusiasm either. Like. Um, you know, Michael Cole, he's got chemistry with Graves, obviously. And then um, I really like Wade Barrett and him because they're just funny. Yeah. Like, Michael Cole's the baby face. Wade's the heel. Like, it's, just, it's funny because Wade Barrett, just like his announcing has become like very – I like it a lot. I especially like when he's – I especially love when he goes Tsunami. Tsunami is one of my favorite things that he says. Yeah, you ever see him wrestle? Though? It depends on which one. Well, it depends on which one he wants to come out as. He would come out with like, like the, like a uh, suit thing slipped over his shoulders, and then he would go like this and flick it off. And then he has a thing called the bull hammer, where I, he flips the elbow pad inside out and just goes like this. Yeah, well, who do you think's winning that fatal four-way? I know. I, I, I want Randy, but I know it's going to be Roman. And if, if they don't if they don't have Cody finishing his story, well, I think Solo should be taking this belt off of Roman. 
Didn't I send you that thing where apparently somebody inside WWE says he's not going to finish his story? He's getting the Dusty Rhodes treatment yet again. <laughs> How long are they going to push this I'll finish the story thing? Until he turns into the Homelander. Dude, Cody Rhodes as a heel might be fucking next level. He's been a heel, but he's not very good at it. <laughs> well, I think even like even if they were to change Roman Reigns into a baby face, like here's another thing that we kind of forget about. Damian Priest got this money in the bank contract. That's true. He still hasn't cashed it in yet. And I really hope he doesn't like not cash it in because I want to see him be a title holder. I want to see how this goes with Judgment Day. But who knows? He might not even cash in at WrestleMania. It might be before, you know. Well, he has to cash it in within a year. Before the, uh, before June, so. July, I think. Yeah, July, June, July, one or two. But like, you got payback. Um, and then there's. Yeah, but do you think Payback's really even going to come back? I mean... Payback's in France. No, that's Backlash. Oh, Backlash. My bad. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Plus, you have the Raw after WrestleMania, too. Yeah. So... We'll we'll see. I mean, twenty twenty four. I think this is where they had to really push. Like Solo, he's been talking more now too. Yeah, Solo's about to go on a fucking crazy run soon. Uh, they have Chris, to have Cody Rhodes finish his story. I don't think they are going to though. But this also might just be a big doppelganger or whatever. Big the you know confusion. They're trying to throw everybody off because everybody knows that if Cody goes up against Roman. We all know what's going to happen there. Like, yeah. They're trying to add that surprise aspect to it. Because right yeah. now, it's way too predictable. Everybody knows how it's going. Yeah. Last year, it was the same thing. Everybody thought The Rock was going to verse Roman. Yeah. It didn't end up happening. Cody loses dirty after he had But... You know, there's just so much great men talent. They don't have enough belts for it all. Jey Uso yeah. deserves a title. Sami Zayn deserves a title. Gunther deserves a title. Seth deserves a title. CM Punk deserves a title. Cody Rhodes deserves a title. Drew McIntyre deserves a title. Like, they have way too there's much just too many talent. There's ta- too much ta- main event talent you can throw in. Yeah, AJ, Randy, LA Knight. Yeah. LA Knight, yeah. Like, Solo. <laughs> there's just too much good there's too much good talent, you know what I mean? Like, especially if, if even if Solo wins that, because um, he's had a feud with the ring general. <laughs> we remember, he said he's going to make the ring general his bitch. Yeah. And NXT, whenever he was actually able to, you know, be on the mic. So, I don't know. I, I'd be, I'd be. I wouldn't be, you know, opposed to, you know, a title run from Solo either. I like Solo. I like him a lot. But I think if you're going to push, um, if you're going to push, uh, what's his name, into the main event scene, Gunther, you're going to have to get rid of that Intercontinental Championship. So drop it to someone who's right. But don't drop it on a Monday Night Raw. 
that's another thing that pisses me off. They always have him defending the title on Monday Night Raw. He's never on a pay-per-view. Yeah, I swear, didn't they have him? Yeah, they did. They had him defending against uh, the Miz at... Or was was that not against the Miz? Was that against the Miz at Survivor Series this past year? Yeah, but like um, the Chad Gable defense wasn't on the pay per view. Oh yeah, review. They just put it on the Monday Raw after. That's it true. It wasn't on there. It's just annoying. Like if you want to highlight this Gunther, you're gonna have to, you know, put him in a something that's important. Yeah. Not something that isn't important. You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's just that's just my opinion. I think, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna really push Gunther to be the guy to take this belt off of Seth freaking Rollins, who's super Rollins right now. Yeah. You're gonna to have to build him up. Everybody knows who Gunther is, but you don't pl- you don't put him on the premium live events. Like he's only been on what, like two, three. Like Here's a quiz. Here's a quiz. Here's a quiz. Do you remember what Gunther's original name was? Walter. Yeah. Don't bring that name back. I mean, <laughs> the only person I'm glad they brought back their original name was Pete Dunn. Yeah, I, I like that. Because Butch kind of, like, gross. <laughs> they need to give Pete Dunn a belt and let him put it in his mouth and remember his entrance. Well, he's probably going to go – he's probably going to be, like, the NXT X, you know, SmackDown character because he's been doing both. I really like that they have Baron Corbin down in NXT. Shout out Baron Corbin. Oh, woo, Baron Corbin. I didn't really care for him. Well, he fucking fell off like a fucking. <laughs> he fell off like a fucking drop from a ladder, like Jeff Hardy. Yeah. And like going to NXT, he's really elevating that talent down there. I really like him and Braun Breaker as a team. For the Dusty Cup. Yeah, this recording ended, and now you're just rambling. It ended? No, it didn't. <laughs> All right, well, I guess we can call that an episode here. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the SNS Sports Podcast on the SNS Sports Network. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at Sands Sports Pod. And with that, have a good night.